0: Thank you so much for choosing this podcast from CFTN Payson. We are Church for the Nations in Payson, Arizona. We are a Bible believing church and believe God has a word for you today. You can reach us at www.cftnpayson.com or you can give us a call at 928 444 8791. We hope that you're blessed by the message that you've chosen today. God bless. This morning it's about you. Mark 12 says the first and Jesus answered them saying the first of all the commandments is hear o israel the lord our god the lord is one and you shall love the lord your god with all your heart with all your soul with all your mind and with all your strength this is the first commandment and the second and the second like it is this you shall love your neighbor as who who Church, you're not going to reach the world if you don't love yourself. I didn't say it. He said it. He said it. Love your neighbor as yourself. The biggest thing that we have going on right now in the church world is we don't even know who we are. To some of you I represent Pastor Dina. I'm sure to some who knows what I represent. Hallelujah. <laughs> to some, I, I I'm a mom. To some, I'm a girlfriend. To one, I'm a husband. Thank goodness that to one. I'm a wife. No, I'm a wife. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time when we sang that song about a good, good father, you can just get wrecked in that. Because when's the last time you've heard him tell you who you are? And you need to go, some of you are saying, well, I, ha- I can't hear. Yes, you can. You know, the problem is, is you didn't listen the last time probably. So you need to go to, back to the last time when he spoke something to you, say yes to that, and then he'll begin to speak again. See, we're called to be a revelation of our Father. And many of us do not look like that. Many of us are caught in a label-driven society that says, I'm X, Y, Z. And I'm going to, if you'll allow me this morning, I'm going to unpack some of those. But the degree you love yourself is an indicator of how much you love others. See, for many years, I grew up really not loving who Dina was because I was told you can't be that. But I knew something inside of me. God had said at a very young age, this is who you're going to be. But how many of you know that was just knowledge? Until I was older, I got the revelation to where I could embrace who I'm supposed to be. And some of you this morning, God is going to bring a revelation of who you're supposed to be. Many of you have walked around saying, well, I'm fine with who I am. I'm good. I'm going to challenge you, dig deep. Because there's always more. You just declared it. And if you want more of Jesus, Jesus is constantly changing. Jesus is constantly going from glory to glory, faith to faith. He's constantly changing. Which means you're going to constantly change. See, in this hour, you better take every thought captive because, see, God is okay with you. And and, and the society that we live in is so driven by labels that we begin to masquerade and we begin to mask who we actually are. And we become something because even from the womb, you've been told you're this, probably some of you, and you've believed that. And today, that's got to die. Because if it doesn't die, the kingdom of God will not advance. It won't. Because the enemy understands that when the mighty rushing wind blows in, like on the day of Pentecost, which is t- today is Pentecost, when it blows in, it shifts your identity. The Holy Spirit begins to shift your identity, and you can break out into who you're supposed to be. That's what it's about. But the enemy knows how, how incredibly dangerous you are when you get the revelation. You're dangerous. So you can either be dangerous for the enemy or you can be dangerous for the kingdom. You have a choice this morning. And you need to stop this morning. We have to stop thinking that because I'm Pastor Dina, I'm loved. Wrong. I'm loved because I I am, period. Ralph, you're loved because you are. You're not loved because you have a quiver full of kids. You're not loved because you have a doctorate. You're not loved because of that. Because let me tell you, the moment you start thinking you're loved because of a label you've been given, guess what God's going to do? He's going to take the label away, and he's going to see who you really are. See, our culture is driven by labels. You want to hear a few? Con, pervert, right wing, left wing, homo, liberal, extremist, illegal, terrorist, single dad, single mom, transgender, lameo, psycho, moocher, stalker, high maintenance. I can just see everybody in here quivering, but you know this is true. Diva, geek, millennial, creeper, gangbanger, stupid, drunk, homeless, druggie, just a girl, rich, poor. Hello? You know this is truth. And some of you sinner. I'm just a sinner, saved by grace. No, you're not. You are a blood-bought son and daughter. That's who you are. and you know this is true and society and and the news and and and, and politics and it's just ruling, really, and it's just continually just barfing this out on society and it clogs you so much that you can't even see who people are anymore because you've bought into the very thing the news or whoever has told you that either you are or other people and i'm i'm going to take this a bit a step further it all starts with loving you it's not prideful. But if you don't love you, you can't love your neighbor. And you have a no authority to change anything until you love. You have no authority to change anything you don't love. And I believe that the lying spirit has tried to come in and he's tried to steal the authority because we're here on our sea. See, we have identity theft protection in the kingdom. John 10.10 says, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I've come to give life and life abundantly. That's your identity theft protection. You need to get it in you. Because I'm telling you, he's sneaking around with whom he may devour. And if you give him an open door, he'll come in. But see, if you don't have the right label, you're going to miss your purpose. You're going to miss your your calling. You're going to miss... See, God is more into people's state of being than their state of mind. He's concerned about who you are, not about what you're doing. Because when you get who you are and you're being in in order, you're going to do the right things. You're going to move the right way. See, it's not about you. It's about the kingdom advancing. And when people are encountering you, are they encountering you or are they encountering the label you? You fill in the blank because all of you are wearing a label this morning. I'll guarantee it. You are. It's just some of you are going to be brave enough to say, I'm willing to take the mask. I'm willing to take the label off. See, the enemy told Roy, and we heard this a couple weeks ago when he was prophesied over, he he had the label not worthy. But what did God say? You're worthy. And your life counts. See, that's the lying spirit telling him who he is. So when people encounter you, are they encountering the love of God? See, when Jesus walks into a room, dreams come alive, hopes restored, forgiveness is extended. You're released to be who you are. Not about who your mom said you were or who your church says you're supposed to be. It's who you are. See, Jesus never dissected a situation and then prayed. You know what that's called? It's called judgment. See, it's all about revelation. We can have all the knowledge and we can talk, you know, steps one, two, and three with somebody. But it has to be revelation. Knowledge puffs up. See, the culture around us, they're bent on misfits. You're not good enough. You don't add up. You don't got what, it's, what it takes. So, Thursday, another one of my labels... Is I am a medical biller. People don't like when I call. And I love what I do. And I was on the phone for an hour and a half with an insurance company. I'm going to tell on myself. I'm going to tell you that even as I've been putting this together for about two to three weeks. That I have been labeling I'm on the phone with this lady. She puts me on hold for probably the 18th time. My blood pressure is really high because I'm literally talking to her about $18. It's what I do. And she puts me on hold, and I mumble under my breath, and my coworker's sitting beside me, and she knows that I have another label Pastor Dina. And I used to pass as a church she attended in the North Phoenix, so she knows me. And I mumbled under my breath that this person should have such and such a job, you missed your calling. And I overhear my coworker say, wow, Pastor Dina. Now, she had an accent. If you deal with insurances, okay, they're hiring all these people who cannot speak English. So you, I'm not going to tell you what I said. Because it wasn't loving. Because I smacked a label on her based on what I was hearing. I had no revelation of who she was. How do I know God didn't want me to say, I hope you have a blessed day? I didn't say that. I said, you missed your calling. You should be working at such and such a place. The point I'm making this morning is we smack labels on quickly. I'm going to go here this morning. This past week... um, Our pastor, Michael and Mary Maiden, had the opportunity, the honor to go over and pray amongst with many other leaders of our country and pray with the Pope. Let me tell you, people, they are being, we have the Pope very labeled. Don't judge me on what I'm about to say. Because I understand, but we better get a revelation. Because we just had prophetic people go to the Pope, be in his atmosphere. Let me tell you, the atmosphere changed, and there were words of life and life abundantly spoken into him. And you better get out of the mode. You better get out of the of, of seeing evil and good. You better get out of the knowledge of evil and good because that tree killed us in the first place. We call the Pope in. I don't care what he's saying. You gotta start speaking life and life abundantly. Because how many of you know if those leaders would have said, we ain't going. Because he just did something I don't even, ca- I don't care what he did. He is the most influential man in the world. And he just got prophesied. And how many of you know we might not see those seeds watered. We might not see the harvest. But someone will someday because God's word won't return void. Stop labeling. Stop. I can just feel it. So, we're going to look at some, where I could feel the love. So, my point is in, in all of this, is even I label. So, I'm going to repent. And I, what if I was on my whole life is on the phone trying to collect money. What if I even began to approach that differently? Because I don't work for mean, nasty doctors. They're actually really nice. In fact, they write off way more money than they should. And I'm the one saying you shouldn't do that. But what if I began to have a revelation about these people that I'm speaking to? I I can speak to nations. Because that's who's answering the phone. So what if I begin to do that? I'm going to work on that. So Jesus never dissected a situation and then prayed. No, that's called judgment. See, when you want to walk in a lifestyle of restoration, you're going to have to walk past the lifestyle of judgment. You have to. I mean, you're just going to have to get out of looking at the Pope as whatever he did this week and then Misunderstanding all those men and women of god that went over and prayed for him. Come on Come on Let's turn to luke 19 We're going to start in verse one And don't label i've heard this story a hundred times Don't label. Okay. Can you just open your spirit to what i'm going to say? Then Jesus entered and walked through Jericho. And there was a man there. His name was Zacchaeus, the head tax, tax man. Everybody say tax man. And he was quite rich. Everybody say rich. And he wanted desperately to see Jesus, but the crowd was in his way. And he was a short man. Everybody say short. This guy was labeled to the T and couldn't see over the crowd. So he ran on ahead and climbed up the sycamore tree. And we all know Zacchaeus in the sycamore tree. That's what we know about Zacchaeus, right? Okay, let's unlock this. So he could see Jesus, and when he came, when he came by, verse five, and when Jesus got to the tree, he looked up and he said, Zacchaeus. He identified him. He said, Zacchaeus, hurry down. Today is my day to be your guest. In your to be your guest. Today is my day to be a guest in your home. And Zacchaeus scrambled out of the tree. He could hardly believe his good luck. Delighted to take Jesus home with him. Everyone who saw. The incident was indignant and grumped. Everybody say it. Because some of you, some of the people this week were indignant and grumped. Because people went to the Pope. Come on, follow me on this. What business does he have getting cozy with this crook? And Zacchaeus just stood there a little stunned. Like... He stammered apologetic. I could just imagine what he was saying. And he said, Master, I will give away half my income to the poor. And if I'm caught cheating, I'll pay four times the damages. And Jesus said, Today, Salvation Day is in the home. Wholeness is coming. And here he is, Zacchaeus, son of Abraham, for the son of man, came to find and restore the lost. Woo! Woo! you got to get this. The church was in a funk. Because Jesus was labeled cozy and friends with sinners. That's what happened this week with the Pope. I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Like, you're just preaching my message on social media. It's the truth. And you know what the church is labeled? Judgmental and hypocritical. Because all we do is walk around and smack labels. Well, that guy's homeless. He's drunk. You've got to peel back the label and see the heart. And when you do, so we're going to walk through this because that chaos is like our, 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 our modern-day mafia guy, man. Man, can you believe Nevin and Dina? Did you see them at Los Sierras who they were hanging out with? Do they not know who that guy is? That, this is the truth. You'll label me. See, when you walk as Jesus did and you love as Jesus did, you're going to get labeled. Freak, lover of sinners, you're going to get labeled. So you might as well just prepare yourself for it and get around good company. No, Zacchaeus was labeled a tax collector. He was rich. He was short. They were indignant about this, man. They were mad can just imagine that if Jesus was here today. We'd be like, well, we have church every Sunday. He doesn't even come down here. You know, this is true. See, when you see people for their creative value and then you call them out, you will be labeled, but we are called to value and honor people. What does label mean? It means to name or describe in a specific way. But Jesus didn't label Zacchaeus. I don't see one time Jesus saying, okay, tax. Okay, so now we're going to go back to your house and we're going to have to, you know, we're going to have to have a 10-step process. You better open your books. We need to see why you're in this mess. That's judgment. It's judgment. Judgment. Instead, he identified him. Zacchaeus. See, God is identifying some of you this morning. He's saying, come. He's not telling you what, you've, what you haven't done. He's not labeling you. He's not. He just says, come. See, there you go, Penny. Your authority is in how much you love and honor people. Are you identifying people? Are you seeing people as they see? Identify means to find out or show who someone is. Verse 8. And it says, I want you to see something here. What happens when we take labels off? And we begin to speak to the heart and when we begin to speak to the spirit of people. Zacchaeus, Jesus had just called him, he said Zacchaeus just stood there a little stunned and he stammered apologetically. And this is what he said. Master, I give away half my income to the poor and if I'm caught cheating, I pay four times the damages. He was undone in that presence. He was undone in that revelation and he began to prophesy over his life. Because all he had been told for years by, by probably the church was, well, you're just a, a dirty tax collector. And as that might have been truth, no one took the time to get the revelation on who he really was. Because he was going to fund the kingdom. But no one had the revelation. So when, trans- when revelation comes, when revelation comes into, into a being, and, and into someone's life. They begin to prophesy over their very life. Don't sell, your short, don't sell yourself short of an encounter with God. When you put labels on, you're selling yourself short of what you could be. And then verse 9. Oh, that's a good. He says, restoration Has come to your house. (laughs) It works. This stuff works. I'm going to jump around a little bit. And and help you try to understand what I'm saying. When you think of David in the Bible. What's the first thing you think of when you think of David in the Bible? Talk to me. Worship. Worship. Y'all are cheating. Huh? Giant killer? Okay, what about killer, murderer, manipulator, adulterer? My friends, he had labels. But what did God say? What was the ending label? Man after God's own heart. Don't stop short of taking off the labels. Because God's got something more for you. Jesus saw people for their created value. The word is full of people who, who were labeled Jacob. Jacob's name means, is, means manip, or one who takes the position of another. Do you know that Jacob lived his whole life manipulating and being manipulated? His whole life. And then God stoops down. And today he's stooping down to wrestle with some of you. And he says, you're not going to be named that anymore. You're going to be renamed Israel. I'm going to be Some of you are being renamed today. And Israel means prevailing with God. See, even back here, they labeled. They labeled. The The whole Bible is filled with people being labeled. Don't live up to that false... Label that people have given you false accusations because our father sees your heart I'm going to say it again. There is authority in love which will bring transformation No matter how evil someone's actions are That'll hurt That'll hurt because a bunch of leaders just went this week and they all got labeled I'm going to unpack this. Prophecy is connecting people to the heart of God. I'm just telling you, there's a river of prophetic utterance coming to the kingdom. I was just hearing a testimony this week of someone who who was in that river, and they went to a local restaurant here, and they and they were telling the waitress he he had a word for her, and he said. Through conversation God told him The Holy Spirit told him You have two sons You know People are going to get freaked out When you start reading their mail But God wants to reveal Some things to people And they might not even have The revelation of who he is But when that prophetic word comes forth They're going to know That they know That her sons are going to be okay Because someone was obedient. Someone was obedient to maybe be mislabeled as being misunderstood. It's when you prophesy, you're showing God's value for people's life. See, God can't have authority over you and me if he don't love us. And he has authority. Not with the iron stick. He has authority. He loves you. If you speak against people, nations, Hollywood, presidents, Payson. You're not going to change Payson. You're not going to change any of those things. You can't prophesy the heart of God over this world if you're in constant conflict with the world God loves. You can't. (laughs) You can't prophesy the heart of God over this world. If you're in conflict with the world God loves, negative negative opinions build walls and will not let love come in. Those walls end up keeping love away from people, actually. So I have a question. Don't throw stones, okay? This last section, I'm gonna walk through this a little bit, but I believe it has to be said. how do we move past this sense that we need to call out evil and good? <laughs> we label, we have discernment, and we think that that's the landing spot for what we need to do. Okay, now I have this discernment that Nevin's in this big fat mess, so I'm going to sit with him for six hours, find out how he got in this mess. That's judgment. It's judgment. See, many times we get stuck right there at discernment, and we actually never hear the revelation. See, discernment leads you leads us into something so we can speak life into that mess. Why? Glad you asked. Genesis two nine. I'm going to walk you through this. Like I said, don't throw. we're, We're getting there. So the Lord God made all sorts of trees grow up from the ground. Trees that were beautiful and that produced delicious fruit in the middle of the garden. He placed the tree of life. Everybody say tree of life. And the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Verse 15. And the Lord God placed the man in the garden of Eden to tend and watch over it. But the Lord God warned him. You may freely eat of the fruit of every tree in the garden except the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And if you eat its fruit, you shall die. See, we as a culture from Genesis 2 have always based good and evil. The knowledge of good and evil. But that's not what my word says brings life. What did Jesus die on? a tree. That's your life. That's your revelation. Stop going back and trying to discern what's evil and good because the very thing that killed, killed them, that destroyed them is going to kill and destroy America and our world because it's about life and life abundantly. And if you eat of that tree, you're surely going to die. So I'm going to suggest to us this morning, let's start looking at revelation. Let's start looking to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. See, part of our our authority, we all agree, is to destroy the works of the enemy. But does evil look like a person? No. 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 But see, it's opinions of good and evil that have from Genesis been put into our brains, into our minds. But it's not the heart of God. Because he told them, he warned them then, you're going to die if you live by that. But the lying spirit came and said, yeah, but he doesn't really care about you. I'm not going to preach that. The point is, we smack labels on every one of those things. We do. I do. If you say you don't, you're lying. But just like I said earlier, the church is labeled judgmental and hypocritical. There's a reason. Because we, have, we are so good about telling everybody what we are against instead of what we are for. Stop. Stop. I don't want to hear what you're against. I want to hear what you're for. And a lot of times, you don't know what you're for because you're not even for you. Ouch. Remember what I said? Love your neighbor as who? Church, we got to begin to love who's, it, who's in here. We have to. Because if we don't, we're going to start eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And we will bring love. We will not bring love. We will not bring life into nothing. See, when we begin to see and identify and call things forth the way God sees them, it's going to cause things to grow around us. He said we can eat of the tree of life. He said it. Be consumed by him. You're going to start seeing things differently. Just like Zacchaeus. Jesus didn't see him as short or a tax collector. He just saw this This guy, I almost said scrawny guy, see? There I am, labeling. Because that's what's been told to me all my life. Zacchaeus was a wee little man. We all learned it. But what if we started making up songs of Zacchaeus uh, funded the kingdom? I don't know, put your lyrics to it. Because that's what he did. When revelation came to Zacchaeus, he began to prophesy over his life. I'll give it all. Jesus didn't tell him to do that. He, he, the revelation unlocked his spirit, and he began to speak into his life. Some of you just need to begin to speak into your life. You're looking for someone else to speak into you. And the Holy Spirit says this morning, start speaking. See, you won't label, but you will have discernment to bring revelation that will bring transformation when you start seeing from the eyes of Jesus. Listen, Corinthians says we are, about, we are to be about the ministry of reconciliation. And I'm going to add restoration to that. But unless you start seeing people by the Spirit like Corinthians commands us to do, you will never unlock anyone. All you'll do is hear the 10-step process of how they got to this mess, and it's just bringing judgment instead of opening up to the heavens and saying, God, I don't know what you're doing with this man of God. I don't know what you're doing with this woman of God. I know they have no revelation about this, but open heaven to me and let me begin to speak. Woohoo! Because the moment you start dissecting a life, flesh, good and evil, start becoming your discernment instead of life and life abundantly. See, God isn't concerned about your mess. He's not concerned about how you got to where you are today. He don't care. He just wants you to live in life and life abundantly. He didn't, see, he didn't go sit down with Zacchaeus and say, Well, bud, I guess let's print some reports and find out how you this. He did it. He said today salvation, wholeness has come to this home and you're restored. Some of you are bring, being brought into a wholeness and into a restoration. He doesn't see your past. One more thing I want to see before we can be released as an army to love. We sing a song here that says, you know, I'm, I'm, we're an army dressed for battle. Battle of what? It's time to lay down your swords. It's time to pick up the fruits of the spirit. <sighs> Start on losing that. <sighs> Before an army of love can be released to love and honor, we have to love each other. Because the moment we misunderstand someone and they don't love like we do, we become offended by that. Everybody tracking the Pope? There are a whole lot of Christians today that are probably praying. Because all these great leaders went and spent time with him, and they're greatly deceived. But those leaders are going to have a responsibility to forgive the labelers. See, I walked around with a, for a long time offended because people didn't like women in ministry. Don't be offended when people don't love like you. And you know why I can stand here and say that? Because God gave me revelation around that. And this is the revelation. Who put Jesus on the cross? The church. He was labeled. He was misunderstood. I better, get, I better be okay with being labeled and misunderstood. Jezebel? Control freak. You wear the pants. I've been labeled it all. I could be offended by that. Let's keep going. But what did Jesus say when he hung on that tree of life? What did he say? Forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. If your posture is not forgiveness, forgiveness, towards the people that don't love or don't have the revelation that you have, you are dangerous. Your tree of knowledge of the evil and, and good is going to be seriously dangerous. That's why I know that I can stand up here and I can bless those people who used to say those things about me. Why? Because if he can, so can I. Jesus in me. The hope of glory. The hope of light. And the moment I become offended by them, the glory and the light become very dim. So I'm asking you this morning, can you love those people that have hurt you? Can you love those people that have labeled you? Maybe, from birth, can you forgive that spouse that 's labeled you? Can you forgive that grandparent that says you 're spoiled it 's an hour to love, and the world loves very differently than Jesus it 's going to be countercultural it you are not going to understand when he tells you to love. I guarantee you, his disciples were probably right there saying, what is he doing again? The adulterous woman. Come on. Well, now let's go sit down in counseling. Now, how many men, oh man, we got to break this soul tie, and we need to do this inner healing. Because... No. Revelation came. And he said, cast the first stone if you have sinned. And one by one, they dropped the stone. And they walked away. And I see Jesus with fire in his eyes. And he looked at her. And he said, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. That's what the Spirit says. That's what Revelation says. Woo! Listen, I might be preaching to Dina this morning, but I'm telling you, we got to get out of the old model of doing church the same. We got to get out there to the lost, the hurting, the misunderstood because that's where Jesus would be. And we would be offended with him because he's at the town bar hanging out, bringing revelation that will bring transformation. Hear my heart. I'm not saying... Just willy-nilly sin. It's not about that. It's about loving people where they are. And heaven will prophetically open up. Goodness. You have value. And you need a revelation. It's time to take responsibility for your hurts. Well, Pastor Dina, you don't know. I do know. I've been through many hurts. I have to tell you a quick testimony. Because I I can see some of you go, well, you know, you don't know. I do know. A few years back, we just discussed this last night. A few years back, um, we were associate pastors of a church. I'm going to tell on myself, that's okay. Because God brought revelation. We were asked to, to step down. We were, we, were, we were asked to step down and suddenly, whoosh, the label came off. And I looked in the mirror and I said, I don't even know who I am. I have a question for you. Was that their fault? Or was that my fault? My fault. Because I let the label dictate and control who I was. And I made a, a, uh, I made a vow. In fact, Nevin and I, when Nevin was preaching about the inner vows um, several months ago, God showed me how I had made an inner vow. And I remember laying in bed one night. It was super late. And, and part of the reason was, is because I feel I was misled. I was a woman, okay? And I said to him, we'll never go on another mission trip. That's everything we wanted. I just made an inner vow. I broke it. See, God's going to use you, labeled or not. Take it off. And we made a covenant soon after that. God brought revelation, and this was the revelation. Whether I'm a pastor, a teacher, a preacher, leader, no matter what I am, I'm still Dina Hirschberger. I'm called, I'm chosen, and I'm a royal priesthood. And that's who I am. You can never label me pastor because if this goes down tomorrow, where's Dina going to be? Those people hurt me. No, this does not define who I am. You can have all the labels. Give me Jesus. You can take all the labels away, but give me Jesus because that's who I am. And you have to make a, a, a decision in those moments where you want to be offended and you want to be hurt by those people who you feel. But you know what? God brought life and life abundantly to us in the next year and a half. And revealed some things about us. See, when the label comes off, it's all about bringing revelation of who he really has called you to be. Does this make sense? I'm gonna ask Tim to come forward. Can you get excited about loving people? Can you get excited about calling Zacchaeus down from the tree? Don't let the 10-step process excite you. Just get excited about revelation coming that will unlock people. It's not just flowery words or, oh, you know, "just, just say, no. Prophecy is for edification and encouragement of the saints and of people. But it has to be more than just here. It has to be at the local restaurants. I just was talking with some business owners this week who who own a restaurant in town and and, and they were telling me about a situation and and, and you could just tell their hearts were just like beating for this situation. And I thought, oh God, this is why they're doing what they do. Because they're going to be able to be in a position and in a posture where they can bring revelation to the hurt. And whether or not they ever see the harvest of the hurt whether or not they ever see the the, the the see, God might call you to plant the seed. But be okay with the next person coming in and watering it. And the next person coming in and harvesting it. Just be willing to plant. It's what you're called to do. Stand up with me. I want you to really ask him this morning. God, who am I? I don't want to... Pastor Dina, just ask him who you are. And listen, there's nothing wrong with Pastor Dina or I'm a worshiper or or I'm an intercessor. But what happens when you just peel that back? Peel it back. Do you know who you are? Do you know? Be specific. He wants you to, he wants to... give you the right label this morning and it might be a son and daughter and it's okay right now I want you to repent for having this idea that with this current label I have is why I get and receive love tell him God I'm sorry I'll remove it. Just say it. I'm sorry, God. I repent because you're about to label me. You're about to anoint me. You're about to give me authority to change the world that you love. It doesn't say for God so loved the church that he gave his only son. It says, for God so love. The world that he gave his only son. And you were there. But that's not who you are. We do it this morning. We pull the false label. I just want to read something over you, and then we're going to go into ministry. Because I believe that God wants to do some, bring some revelation to people this morning Ephesians 3 says, I want you just to close your eyes, put your hands in front of you and receive this thank you daddy but I want to ask you one more time, have you pulled the label off if you haven't pulled the label off this will just be another good scripture reading for you because it will filter everything I'm saying. When I think of all of this, I fall to my knees and I pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and earth. I pray that from His glorious, unlimited resources, He will empower you with inner strength through His Spirit. Though it's too great to understand fully, then you will be made complete with the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish, to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations. Forever, amen. God, I pray that this morning that they have an understanding of your unlimited resources which I believe are the fruits of the Spirit. Rain on them this morning, God. That they might have an understanding of how big your love is. And as your love comes in, it reigns we grow roots and we become strong and we become healthy. We become everything you've created us to be, God. Because today is a new day. Thank you so much for choosing this podcast from CFTN Payson. We are Church for the Nations in Payson, Arizona. We are a Bible-believing church and believe God has a word for you today. You can reach us at www.cftnpayson.com or you can give us a call at 928-444-8791. God bless you.